Welcome to another edition of After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. I'm glad that you could join me tonight. My co-host tonight is B.B. Diamond, the host of Our Urban Story. And tonight, we want to recognize Black History Month. And in doing so, I want to put a question out there to all of our listeners. If you recall back when Trump was in office, Trump had said, what do Black people have to lose in voting for him and voting for Republicans? And when he said that, I thought about it. I'm like, what exactly is he talking about? As if though I didn't know. And my question or comment that I would have, or statement rather that I would say is, Blacks have nothing to lose voting for Trump. Nothing at all to lose. When we look at the past 60 years, BB, of what Blacks or what the Democrats have told Blacks they were going to do for them, empty promises. What they have done is made it worse for Blacks. What they have done is to lower the standards as if though to say Blacks can't compete against their counterparts, against white people, against Indians, against Japanese or Chinese. We have to lower the standard. We got to bring it all the way down. Because if we have it too high, they're going to fail. You look at our criminal justice system. No one is being held accountable. We've spoken about this on numerous occasions, about smash and grab. And the people that we see who are committing these crimes are Black people. A majority of the men in jail are Black. Some would say, well, or would argue that, well, they're there. They shouldn't be there. The system is against them. They were given these unlawful sentences. And in some cases, that's true. And when you look at New York back in the 60s and the 70s, definitely when they created the laws for putting people in jail for having illegal substances was really harsh on Blacks. And this was under Democrats. A lot of the laws we have, they were trying to punish Blacks because they felt that Blacks were acting out. We only make up 13% of the population, but yet still we make up most of the crime. Oh, but there are more white people than Black people. Yep, and yes, white people commit crimes, BB. But when you look at the percentage of Black people, 13%, and you see that of that number, almost a third are committing crimes. It makes you wonder what's going on, what's happening here. You look at the illegal alien crisis that we're having, or illegal migrants, as some people want to say, they're putting them in Black neighborhoods. Black people are now standing up and saying, this is not fair. Why are they in our neighborhoods? They're bringing down the wages. They're bringing down the quality of life. Why are they here? Aside from that, you look at the crime in our Black neighborhoods. Stores are shutting down. People are leaving. Businesses are leaving. It's going to decimate the Black community. But if you think back at 2022, we were told that we don't need police. We need these social programs to help rehabilitate. So the police were told to walk out, and as soon as they walked out, crime walked in. So that's the reason why stores are leaving, businesses are leaving. They're not going to stay there where there's nothing but crime, high crime. And then some of the neighborhoods, people will complain, well, white people, they're leaving out, they're leaving the cities. It's white flight. Well, I would leave also if a home that I put a lot of money on, if the value is going down because of the elements that's moving into the community. It's time for Black people to start accepting responsibilities for their actions. We have been talking about this for the longest. And I will say this before I throw this to BB. 
if you all recall, Bill Cosby was a big champion of calling out this behavior in the black community. Now, I don't care what you think about Bill. I don't care what you think, what he did and what he didn't do. But you think about some of the things that he was saying. I often look back at the show that he put out, The Cosby Show, and I long for the days that that show would come back on. Because what we see on TV now is a disgrace. Women are half-dressed. The singers, Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, they're on stage simulating sex acts. We got a young girl saying, hooray, hooray, hooray. We have our politicians like Maxine Waters saying, oh, I like this. I saw what you were doing. And you're taking control. The Black community are failing. They're failing themselves. The blacks, Black people are their own worst enemy. They don't have to worry about segregation, desegregation. They don't have to worry about the white supremacy because we are destroying ourselves. And then when we go to the polls to vote, we continue the destruction because who do we vote for? Democrats, as if though they're going to save us and they're not going to save us. They were never going to save us. They never had any intention of saving us. What they wanted to do was to put us on a program, their social welfare program, to keep us there so that forever we're indebted to them and we can't move out. What do Black people have to lose? You have everything to gain by voting for someone like Donald Trump. And everything to lose by voting for Democrats, Joe Biden who said that you ain't black if you don't vote for me. But that went right over our heads. Who said that George Floyd was probably more significant than Martin Luther King? That went right over our heads. And now we see the manifestation of the votes that we've given to the Democrats. They've taken it, they've stepped on it, and now they want to replace us with illegals. B.B. Diamond, thank you for joining us tonight. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on. Everything you have said is spot on. You have laid the groundwork and provided the analysis that that shows why so many Blacks, particularly Black men, are looking to Donald Trump. I mean, I'm not going to say the Republican Party in general, but at least Trump. The Democrats for 60 plus years have promised us this, promised us that. And because we follow their way, if you will, and not the word of God, you see the breakdown in the community because the breakdown in the community starts with the breakdown in the family. And you, you see all these families with no fathers in the home. We as black people have nothing to lose uh, by voting for Donald J. Trump. One of the things Donald Trump will do is put America first. The Democrats do not care about us. And more and more black people are realizing that. They have opened the floodgates for illegal aliens who have displaced Americans in some cases, not all, who got turkeys at Thanksgiving while Americans didn't get any turkeys. And we saw the other night how illegals uh, attacked two New York City police officers. And guess what? They were released the same day. This is what we get when we vote for Democrats. No law and order, putting Americans second, third, or fourth up. Uh, do not care about entrepreneurship in the black community and no school choice. This is why millions, and I say this not flippantly, seriously, millions of black people will be voting for Donald Trump uh, this November. I know they're going to try to steal it, but I think the vote is going to be overwhelming and they can't 
now we're aware of their tricks and their games. Thank you. I would hope that millions would run to the polls and vote for Donald J. Trump, vote for a Republican, and dismiss this whole concept that Republicans are racist, they're white supremacists, they're nationalists. We've got to get beyond that. We allow that to trigger us too much. We allow that to stop us. We allow that to keep us from going forward. This is Black History Month. In my opinion, we don't need a special month because every day should be a history month to learn about someone. But see, we've been hoodwinked into thinking, oh, you need a special month because, and this is the liberals, they're telling you, we're not going to recognize you any other month but February. And when we do it, we're only going to give you half of a month, whereas you got Gay Pride Month. They got the whole month of June to carry on and do whatever the heck they want to do. And they still celebrate them 365 days of the year. But black people will take one month and they'll think, oh, now I feel special. One month of the year, they want you to feel special, but they are still pushing you down. The other day, I sent you an article, BB, that the federal government, or it might have been some state, is getting ready to entice women to have babies. Now you might be saying, well, how is that? Where they're getting ready to give these single mothers grants of a certain amount to take care of their kid. No, don't you think that's just going to open the door for people, women, to want to have babies and not get married? How can a civilized modern country come up with such a full-minded plan? Well, we're going to help these mothers because we want to make certain that they are taken care of. Get a job. Try not having a baby until you're married. These are all common ideas, things that you would think people would know. When you look at history, you look at the black community, you look at how FDR, his social programs, Lyndon B. Johnson's social programs, just decimated almost the black family. When you take a look even closer, when you realize that before the civil rights movement, black people were prosperous. Black people were making it happen. Black people had nice neighborhoods. Black people were educated because we knew that we couldn't depend on anyone but ourselves. But the moment the government stepped in and started promising all these promises and giving us all these big dreams, we're going to take care of you. We're going to do this for you. We're going to do that. Oh, don't worry about it. Have as many kids as you want. The government will step in. The Black community started to fall apart. The Black family started to fall apart. And you know what else, BB? We talked about this also. Not only the Black community, but a lot of our social structures that keep us together. The church. Look at how they're tearing the church apart. They're tearing us from the church. Look at the false teachers that are in the church. People are slowly waking up. But when they wake up, they turn their backs on the church and say, oh, I don't want to go there because this person did this. This is all by design. It is all by design to fool us, to have us to follow these idol gods. They want to put up all these celebrities, want us to worship the celebrities. They don't want us going to church. Because see, when you go to church, you're giving reverence to God. And they don't like God. They want to keep you away from God so they can keep selling you what they want to sell you. We've got to wake up. We've got to fight back. 
We got to dismiss the rhetoric that's coming from them because if we don't, we will destroy ourselves. And that is a reason why they are moving in illegal immigrants to replace black people. They're dumping them in your neighborhoods. And they're saying, here, live here. Why aren't they dumping them to the neighborhoods of white people? They're dumping them in your neighborhoods. And remember when they got ready to dump them at Barack Obama's neighborhood in Martha's Vineyard? They quickly sent them out. They sent them out. But then they'll wake up and tell you, oh, go to the polls. Go to the polls and vote for us because we're going to give you this and we're going to give you that. But they're replacing you. And now that we see it, we want to talk out about it. I was watching this woman in Chicago speaking out about it. But then I wonder, who will she vote for come election time? Will she change her mind? Will she get to the polls and say, well, I was going to vote for Donald Trump, but I couldn't because I, I, you, I, I, what? You want to continue to live on this mental slave plantation? And I know people don't like when I say that, but it's true, BB. It's a mental slave plantation that keeps black on it and will not let them off. And the moment they try to walk off, you have people like Al Sharpton who will attack them. You have people like Joy Reid who will attack them. The media will attack them. Look at how they're attacking Tim Scott. We've just given them open door. Oh, attack Tim Scott. Attack any black conservative. We don't care. It's a mental plantation that we have got to break free from. We need another Moses to take them out. Get us out of bondage. Get us out of darkness. Take our brains and say, wake up. We have everything to win. The promised land is before us. Trump showed you the promised land. Look at what he did. The Second Chance Act, low black unemployment. Black people were able to go get jobs, especially black men when he was in office. Businessmen, barbershops, opened up small stores. They were able to get loans, funding historical black colleges where Barack Obama said, well, you need to shut them down. Now, I know you've heard me talk about this before, and we need to keep talking about it until people wake up. Under Donald Trump, we didn't have all this racial div division that we have right now. We didn't have DEI. We didn't have situations whereby they were putting black people in positions only to find out they didn't deserve to be in the position like Fast Fanny. She wants to go after Trump the district attorney, only to find out that her house isn't so clean. Letitia James, she wants to take away this man's conglomerate empire, real estate empire, because she doesn't like him. She's doing the job for the white liberal. Black people, wake up. Get off this mental slave plantation. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. What do you say, BB? You know, we have talked about this before, and Black people have allowed themselves to be bewitched, if you will, by the Democratic Party. And one of the reasons the brainwashing has been so deep uh, and widespread is because Black pastors, celebrities, sports stars, um, DJs on FM radios, they are echoing the, the message from the Democratic Party. But in too many instances, if you read the platform of the Democratic Party, that what they believe goes against the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But we are being inundated with the messages from, from like Sonny Hostin and Whippy Goldberg and these uh, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, you can name any, almost any celebrity and they're pushing the platform of the Democratic Party. Black people need to return to the basics. You made an excellent point among all the excellent points you've made, is that really before the Civil Rights Act, Black people were prospering, quite frankly, even though there was segregation, but we had to step up 
because we knew we couldn't rely on the government. We couldn't rely on this one, that one. So we became the teachers, the doctors, the bakers, shoemakers, what have you, within our own community. But then we we got a hoodwinked in believing we were owed 40 acres and a mill, which turned into a welfare check. No, no, not using our God-given talent, not exercising the work ethic, and we fell into a hole. Believing that we don't need a father in a home, because that way we can get more money, and we fell deeper into the hole. We need to return to the basics. We need to follow the Bible more so than the Democratic Party. And I would say to my fellow Black Americans, at this point, we have no choice. If we want to save our own neighborhoods in Chicago, in New York, wherever, we need to vote for the Republican Party straight up and down the line. I know Donald Trump is the draw, but straight up and down the line because the Democrats are ignoring us. And I will end the segment on this note. They get this thing about ignoring us from Barack Obama. Yeah, the Democrats have always kind of ignored us. But at least Bill Clinton said, I feel your pain. He may have been BSing, but at least he said it. Barack Obama used the American people, Black, white, Asian, Hispanic, whatever, as the ATM machine to fund his Marxist projects around the world. And Democrats picked up on that message. They don't hear us. They're tone deaf. They just want to use us to fund this or that abortion, LGBT, around the world. They don't care what we Americans think. They don't care. So more and more Black people are understanding, based on the hearings out of Chicago in particular, that all the Democrats are using us for is a springboard for more power. That's it. All we are is an ATM machine to them. They do not respect us as their fellow Americans. Thank you. There you have it. They don't respect us. They're using us and they're using our votes. You're listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. And my co-host tonight is B.B. Diamond of our Urban Story. We'll be back after this brief commercial break. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on americaoutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, americaoutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use CofixRx because it works. So continuing the conversation 
black people have nothing to lose by voting for Trump. The left would have you to think that he's a racist, but he isn't. Point to me one thing that Trump has done that would make you think he's a racist. Oh, well, he said that the folks in South Carolina, they were good and they were white supremacists. He said some of the folks there. The media ran with it and they decided to twist it the same way they tried to twist when he said that he would be a dictator for a day. They didn't play the entire speech or the entire comment that he was making. Yes, I too think that sometimes Trump should be careful with his word choice, knowing that the media is going to pounce on anything that he says, misconstrue it. Well, no, they're not even misconstruing it, BB. They're purposefully lying about it and twisting it because they know that the listener is going to listen to them. They're going to believe them. They don't care about the truth. They want a lie out there. So if they can get black people to think that he's a racist and he doesn't like you, they'll buy it. Meanwhile, BB, as I mentioned during the first block of the show, Trump has gone in gotten black people out of jail. The media won't talk about it. Look at the, at the White House. Look at some, some of the guests he had at the White House. Average Americans, average black men who had gotten out of jail, who were serving sentences that they shouldn't have served. Barack Obama didn't do it. Look at Alice Johnson. She reached out to Barack Obama's administration. And they looked the other way. Why didn't he get her out? What did Trump do? He worked with Kim Kardashian. She's not a fan of Trump, but see, Trump can work with anyone when he sees that there's truth. Hey, I need to help these people out. He has a kind heart, and he got her out. And there are so many other people, BB, that he has reached out to and has helped, but no one wants to talk about it. They want to demonize him. And that is the reason why I submit to you that Black men can identify with what Trump is going through right now with all these crazy persecutions. Alvin Bragg. Alvin Bragg should be out trying to go after real crime, but he's letting people out of jail. Look at the illegals that attacked police officers. I have said this before. If we don't stop these Democrats, it's going to come to your neighborhood. These soccer moms, these white women who feel that we can't vote for Trump for whatever reason, this criminal activity is going to come to your neighborhood. It's going to impact you, your daughters, your mothers, when they come in and start raping you. Yeah, I want you to get scared. Yes, I said it. It's going to come to your backyard. You better wake up. And that's the reason why black men can identify, because they have been falsely accused so many times for things that they didn't do. Now, there's another part, segment of the population, like I mentioned, that we see on TV that are committing criminal activities, and they're not doing anything. Alvin Bragg isn't doing anything. Letitia James, she's not doing anything. Letitia James is supposed to be fighting for the little man. That's the reason why she's attorney general. But she's trying to go after Donald Trump. Why is she doing it? She wants to make a name for herself. I'm hearing, BB, that she probably wants to run for governor as well as Alvin Bragg. If anyone vote for these two people, you're crazy. You pull that when you voted for Eric Adams and look at what you got. Look at the criminal activity. Look at the crime that is just bursting at the seams because of diversity and equity. Let's give him a chance. No, if he's not qualified, we don't need to give him a chance. But they put him in there. And I heard him say the other day, I think it was Eric Adams, look at all these black people that are ruling these cities, that are over these cities. Yeah, but you're a failure. You guys aren't doing anything positive. That's nothing to brag about. It's something to go run and hide about.
But yet still they want to they want to go after Trump because they want to tear him from the from his supporters. They want black people to think that he's a racist. But see, we're looking at this as we're saying, no, this happened to us. They put a, a target on our back and they came after us. And speaking of targets on the back, look at Fast Fanny. Fanny Willis went to a black church, BB, got up in the pulpit and declared that people are coming after her because they're racist and because of her gender. And that she's hired all these other attorneys and she paid them all the same, but they're coming after her because she's doing her job, only to find out recently that she was having an affair with a married man who was going, decided to go to uh, for a divorce, and then the wife wanted to call him to testify to air all this dirty laundry, and miraculously, they decided to, so to settle the case. And she thought she was in the clear. I'm still going to go after Donald Trump. I'm going to show them that a black woman can go after Donald Trump, just like Letitia James. And then, lo and behold, it has now been found out that she has admitted to having an affair with the man that she handpicked. She went out of all the different attorneys that works in her office. She went on the outside to Fulton County. And I'm not going to she, she say that she picked a nobody because the man she picked happens to be her lover. But what do you mean? No, she admitted it. The truth is coming out now. It was her lover. After she went before a church, a black church at that, and tried to dance around it. So I guess she thought black people were dumb and stupid and they would believe her. Well, in most cases they would, but I hope this is an indication to show you, to expose the lies that are going on, to expose Democrats for who they are. Bibi, what are your thoughts? You know, um, Fannie Willis really owes the public and that church an apology. She stood up there, as you so eloquently stated, and made a claim that she was being attacked, quote unquote, because she's a black female. We now know that is a complete and utter lie. As you have correctly stated, she has admitted that she's having a relationship with Nathan Wade, the top prosecutor she picked to go after Donald Trump. She should, if she has any integrity, step down. When she was running for the, the office of district attorney of Fulton County, she said she would not act improperly, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, with other staff members because apparently there was that issue with the prior DA in Fulton County and she did exactly what she said she was not going to do. This case is not a good case. And also the fact that Fannie Willis and her boyfriend, Nathan Wade, apparently met with some White House officials tells me there's collusion going on. You have the Biden administration trying to imprison his political rival, which is something you would have only seen in the Soviet Union and other communist countries. This is an outrage. There is no justification to be uh, done with. The state of Georgia, I do not believe, has the evidence to say Trump is guilty of election interference. And Fannie Wilson, at the very least, if she's a professional woman with any integrity, she should step down. Thank you. But see, she won't step down. She will try to stay there. When all of this came out, you would have thought she would have stepped down. But in her mind, they're coming after me because I'm a Black woman. We see day after day, month after month, rather, of these so-called power Black people falling down. Look 
at the former president of Harvard, Claudine Gay. Now, we've spoke about this on the show before also, how these women are deceiving black women. There are qualified black women that are out there. Unfortunately, Claudine Gay is not one of them. Dr. Carol Swain is. We see this. And I wonder if Claudine has reached out to Dr. Swain and apologized. I doubt it, seriously, because she's thinking she's done nothing wrong. Fast Fanny Willis should go back to that black church, as you said, BB, and apologize. That she stood up in the pulpit and made a mockery of everything the church stands for. And you had people amening, shaking their heads, clapping their hands. Joe Biden has done the same thing at black churches. Gone there, pontificating, lies, attacking Republicans. Most recently, he was at a church in Georgia, I think, on King's birthday, saying that Trump is evil, trying to scare black people. Don't vote for him. Oh, no. Stay with me. Stay on the mental slave plantation. Fast forward, fast Fannie Willis. An embarrassment. But she'll say that, oh, they were coming after me because I'm a woman. No, they're not coming after you because you're a woman. You did something wrong. You lied. And it's only a matter of time, B.B., I would submit that the same thing will happen to Letitia James, to Alvin Bragg. This is disgraceful. It's horrible. And see, these are the overseers of the mental plantation, slave plantation. They're making certain that you don't go out. They're making certain that you don't have access to the truth. Al Sharpton, another one, doing the exact same thing. He came out and said, oh, they're attacking Fast Fanny because she's a black woman and they don't want her to do what she's doing. Well, what she's doing is wrong as far as going after Trump and then having an affair with a married man was wrong also. Well, you know, I guess she's learning from the best because the woman who claims to be the vice president, she did the same thing with Willie Brown. There are other people that are out there that are better and more qualified. Why are they always reaching down in in the bottom of the bucket, BB, and raising these people up who are flawed. Why are they doing this? And why aren't black people calling it out? How many years has it been since Martin Luther King, who just celebrated his birthday, said, I have a dream, content of character. And the content of these characters that we're talking about is horrific. It's horrific, but yet and still they want to go after Donald Trump. They want black, they don't want black people to vote for him. And he's done more for you than any other president since Abraham Lincoln. What did Barack Obama do? Name one thing specifically that black that Barack Obama did for black people. Nothing. No, I know he's a president for everyone, but still his core base, other than giving him the bragging rights of saying, oh, he was the first black president, what else has he and Michelle done? Nothing. They have propagated and have pushed out this division within the black community, making us look as if though we're dumb, we're stupid by lowering the standards. Is this what we're about? Is this what we want? What about the content of my character that I can compete with my contemporaries? And then when you have people like Fanny who goes in and messes up everything, people will start to wonder when a qualified person gets there, well, are they qualified? Did they sleep their way to the top? How can she have not known that this was going to come out? She picked the wrong man to have an affair with, a man who was with the woman who said, no, uh-uh, I'm not going to go out like that. 
and rightfully so. And then the judge, I'm going to seal the record because I don't want anyone to see this. It's no one's business after saying that everyone should see it. That you would think they would come in, BB, and just say, let's just dismiss this case. It is so flawed. It has political retribution on it. This is the only reason why they're doing it. And I don't even know why uh, the governor, Kemp, hasn't gone after her and said, we need to investigate. Maybe he hasn't done it, BB, because he feels that if he does step in, people will say, oh, it's political. And I can see that. I can see the media saying, oh, it's political, regardless of the fact that she did something wrong and she should be held accountable. Our media would jump on it and say, oh, no, this is political. Well, everything that you're doing against Trump is political. It's a political persecution. Even Vladimir Putin has said it. But see, they're okay with that, BB. So they'll let Fast Fanny slide by. And if she were anyone else, they would, oh, we want them out. We want them out. How dare they do this? How dare she? How dare she, in a position like this, and then commit the crime that she's committing, commit what she's doing, uh, having an affair? Look at how it makes black people look. Has she even thought about that? No, but she'll think about white supremacy and how they're trying to come after black people. BB, this is an abomination, and we need to do better. But she thinks that she's above the law. She thinks she's entitled. She thinks that no one is going to say anything about this, so leave me alone. No, Uh uh-uh. She needs to step down. She needs to step down, and black people need to start calling out because we are better than this. BB, what do you say? I agree with you. She should step down. This is an embarrassment. Um, what's happening with uh, Dr. Claudine Kay, um, Fannie Willis, and others is that uh, Black women in particular are being promoted or they're pushed um, when they're really not qualified. If Fannie Willis were a white woman, white district attorney, having an affair with one of her prosecutors, she would have been called before the bar. And Governor Brian Kemp uh, of Georgia, he does not want to be accused of racism. So there's a little bit of cowardice going on with Brian Kemp because when he got wind of this, he should have immediately called for an investigation into Fannie Willis. She should step down from the case. It has political fingerprints all over this case. It is not, in my opinion, a winnable case because there's no evidence that Trump interfered because that's what he's being charged with and and they're putting under the RICO racketeering uh, act. There's no evidence of it. But this, to your point, this does make case after case, the plagiarism. Now, even the director of DEI, I believe at Harvard, uh, the DEI director at Harvard has now been accused of plagiarism, and she's a black woman, if I'm not mistaken. This attempt to lower the standards for black people has done us no good. We are just as intelligent, just as bright, just as reasonable as anybody else. We have these God-given talents. But no, let's listen to the liberals and the Democrats lower the standards uh, not achieve greatness. Uh, we can cheat because we're black. And we have this history of racism. We're making all kinds of excuses. And before you said that about Dr. King, I was thinking about Dr. King. And my thought about Dr. King is that we have been warned, if you will. We, those of us above the age of 20 or 30, we have, we've learned about Dr. King and his famous speech in 1963, I Have a Dream. When he talks about the content of character that comes from his Christian, uh, Christianity, what he was a Christian preacher, as most of you know. In Christ, there is no color. 
For those who are Christian, it shouldn't be Black Lives Matter because to God, all lives matter. We, we have been warned. We can choose to ignore it and listen to those who have rejected the true and living God's word. Listen to Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, Joy Reid, Sonny Hostin. We can continue to listen to these liberals, leftists, but we will pay in the end because Dr. King, in spite of any of his flaws, was in a sense a prophet. And we have been warned, you will be judged by the content of your character. It's not about your skin color. And I want to make one more point before I close. We talked about the white flight. And before I understood all of it, I was one of those people who fell for that. And then I realized as a resident of the urban of, of urban America, that I don't blame them. It's not about a white flight. It's about quality of life. That's what it is. And we as Black people need to stop acting like heathens, like we weren't raised properly, and start taking our children to church, teaching them about God, even if we don't have the best situation. We may be single, but we can open that Bible and teach our children the Ten Commandments. We are raising psychopaths where they don't care about people anywhere that are rampaging stores, and they'll do this or that, and this is why people move away from them. It's not about color. It's about the quality of life. Thank you. It's not about color. It's about the quality of life, content of character. It matters. It mattered 60 years ago, and it matters today. You're listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Out Loud platform. And my co-host tonight, B.B. Diamond, will be back after this commercial break with the conclusion of our show tonight. Black people have everything to gain and nothing to lose by supporting Donald J. Trump. Many voices, one freedom, united in the First Amendment. Our goal is to herald the voice of genuine liberty at AmericaOutloud.news, a place where you'll find the naked truth expressed with a patriotic heart. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Today's high stress, on the go lifestyle makes it hard to stay heart healthy. Lifestyle changes like exercise and diet are critical but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support three aspects of heart health, cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides, with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients. You would need to take 13 pills to get the same amount of nutrients in each gel pack. And these great tasting gels come in a small packet. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. 
My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. And we're back for the last half of the show. And during our commercial break, Bibi and I were talking. She was saying that this is her passion. This gets her started. Because we see what's happening in the Black community. We see how we've fallen so far from keeping the dream alive. There was a movie, a documentary that came out some years ago, Keeping Your Eyes on the Prize. And the Black community have stopped looking for the prize. We're looking for handouts. And we're better than that. We can make it on our own. As I said during the first block, you think about the, before the civil rights movement, how blacks were determined. No, it was difficult. Don't get me wrong, okay? Don't get me wrong. It was difficult. There was racism. There was prejudice. Blacks couldn't do certain things. They couldn't go to certain places. But we overcame. And through it all, we were resilient. And that's one of the things I'll say about Black people. We are resilient. We are a resilient group of people. No matter if the odds are against us, we will rise to the occasion. We don't need you to lower the standards. We will rise to the occasion. We can compete just like you. And in some cases, we'll be even better. But now, the Democrat Party has decided, no, we want to lower the standards because they can't compete. When I look at Joy Reid, who went to an Ivy League school, well, I, I got there because, you know, because of, you know, the diversity and because of affirmative action, because of this and because of that. I'm like, well, why don't you say, yeah, but I could compete just like everyone else. But they don't want our kids to think that. They want our kids to think that there's something wrong with you. You're made a little lower than them. So in order for you to compete, we got to make certain that we lower the standards. In order for you to compete, we got to make certain that you keep voting for Democrats who want to fill your head with a lot of nonsense. To fill your head with, you can't make it unless you vote for us. Blacks have nothing to lose voting for Trump. Everything to gain. They have a lot to lose if they keep voting for Democrats. Because you'll forever be singing that song, we will overcome someday. Let's hold our hands together, kumbaya. And I'm constantly playing the violin. Now, just imagine, if you will, I want to go back to Fast Fanny. Has she done the right thing and said, no, I'm not going to prosecute this case. There's nothing here to prosecute. I'm not going to do the job of you liberal whites and you bougie blacks. I'm in this position. I'm going to uphold the law. Imagine if Letitia James had done the same thing. Imagine if Alvin Bragg, I mean, Alvin Bragg had even said, I'm not going to go after Trump. There's nothing there. But then someone got to him, a white liberal said, oh, no, you need to do it. You need to help us out. Because, you know, we got a lot of black people that's looking at voting for Trump, and we got to stop that. Remember Maxine Waters said that she was disappointed with black men because they were voting for Trump? 
Remember, even Barack Obama said that black men are disappointing him. And, you know, it's neither here or there for him because he doesn't understand the black experience, although he claims that he does. And even remember, think about Snoop Dogg, who was a fan of Trump before Trump decided to run. Trump ran. He demonized Trump and even did a video killing Trump. Fast forward now, he's saying, oh, Trump is okay by me. He's done nothing wrong to me. And a lot of people are saying that, well, he just said that because he left the guy out from death row. Well, the guy shouldn't have been in jail. He's gone on and lived, lived a productive life. And Rihanna's boyfriend, the same thing with him, got him out of jail. And now you have all these people that are coming out saying, I don't know. Trump is all right with me. So now we got to put him in jail. We got to throw him in jail and throw away the key. We want the white woman to think he's a bad person, a bad influence. We got to throw it away. When he's exactly what we need in these horrible times, he's exactly the person who will help us. Joe Biden's not going to do it. Three soldiers lost their lives. And I put it at Joe Biden's feet. Now, some people would say, well, that's a far stretch. No, it's not. Because had he not been weak and feeble and stood up and not gave Iran back all this money, those soldiers would be with us today. I said this before. Joe Biden is going to get us all killed. And black people, it will be your sons and your daughters, either in your neighborhood because of the elements that they're putting there, the criminal activity that they're putting there, or it will be in a war that he caused. Three black people lost their lives. Shameful. And you still want to go to the polls and vote for him? And did you hear the call that he made to one of the grieving mothers saying that, oh, my son died also in war? No, your son did not. Why do you keep telling that lie? Three black soldiers. There will be more. Look at our neighborhoods. The blood of black people is on the hands of Joe and Jill Biden and this entire administration. And we need to call it out. We need to wake up. We need to start turning our backs on these Democrats because they have done nothing for us, period, but to destroy our communities. They're letting drugs in. Look at fentanyl. And they'll get you sidetracked by saying, oh, no, now they're, they're looking at it because it's, it's, it's impacting the black, white people. But look at your neighborhoods. Look at the drugs that is coming in. That's the reason why they're dumping a lot of these illegals there. Look at the prostitution. Your kids can't go to school because they're shutting them down for the illegals. When will we wake up? We can't keep voting for Democrats over and over again. We only make up 13% of the population. Why is that? Well, we've been here for years. We should be making up half of the population, not 13%. And now they're bringing in illegals who make up a lot more. We're no longer the minority. We're just, an, a, 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 I guess, a fly on the back of an elephant. Can't we see this? Why aren't we looking at this? Bibi, for the life of me, I don't understand. Like you said, you get triggered when you when you see this when you and you talk about it. It's frustrating. It's aggravating when you see we're going down, down the same path over and over again. Every Black History Month, every King Birthday, it's the same rhetoric over and over again. And then we go and we vote for Democrats. Bibi, what will it take to wake us up? You know, that's a great question. Um, but I believe the open borders which is now really an invasion of our country. 
That may be the one thing besides the economy that really wakes Black people up. In Boston the other day, they have now moved, it's a facility used by Black students um, for athletics. Now they have shut that down so they can use it for illegals. So this is happening across the country where Black people are being displaced for illegals. And, and that is the tipping point. I really do believe, even with Al Sharpton, MSNBC and CNN and Don, not Don Lemon so much, but um, all these Black commentators, Black people on the ground, they feel it. They see it. They know they're being displaced. Now, there will be Black people who are in this permanent victimhood mentality, who get their Obama phone, Section 8, food stamps. They will continue to vote for Democrats. But I'm happy to say, excuse me, that millions more are waking up and we need to come off the Democratic Party's plantation. Thank you. We will perish on that plantation, which is what they want. They've diluted our votes. If they start to allow, now think about this, illegals to vote, black people won't have a platform because they're in your neighborhoods. And I don't care how many times they tell you, oh, we are for you. No, they are not. Because if they were, they would be putting you first before all of the illegals. Look at our schools. It is by design that they replace them with you because they're afraid that your vote is going elsewhere or they can't depend on it, so they need another group, another minority group. We can't continue to walk down that path. At some point, we have to wake up, as I mentioned during the first block, that they're giving single mothers money. That they're saying that we're going to protect you, we want you to have money. No, they're giving you money to have babies so that you will keep the fathers out of the house. And we know for a fact, during the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, the fathers were in the house. And it kept the family together. Made certain that boys weren't acting out. We don't have that anymore. Why is that? Because the Democrats don't want you to have it. They want you to think that no, let the black woman be the head of the household. And that is the reason why they're making certain that there are more black women in corporate America than black men. They're making certain that everyone thinks that, oh, the black woman, she's being oppressed. She's going through this and going through that. What about the black man? They're right there together going through with it. So why aren't they trying to raise up the black man? Why is it that they keep appealing? And I don't know if you notice this or not, BB, but they keep appealing to black women. With the vote, get out the vote. They keep appealing to them. Why is that? Why not appeal to the black family? And then when you see the black woman on TV, she's either a single mom or she's with a white man. What happened to the black man? Why have they erased the black man? You see how they're suddenly destroying the black family? Now, some of you would say, oh, this is just movies. This is just advertisements. No, but it has a psychological effect. That's the reason why they don't want the black man in the family. They don't want the black man to rule over the family, to give the family guidance, to be there for the children. 
This is a subtle message that they're putting out there. And that's the reason why you don't see them talk about the black man much. And when they do, they're demonizing the black man. They're putting the black man down. You look at Oprah Winfrey with her with some of the movies that she has. You look at Tyler Perry. They're putting the black man down. They're suppressing it. And this is how they get to the family and destroy the family. And then they'll tell you, don't vote for Donald Trump. They'll go to the woman and say, you vote for us because we're going to give you X, Y, Z. It is a subtle situation, but it's by design. And BB, it is working. What do you say? No, you're absolutely right. There's been a campaign against men. Um, in this country, by the left, by the godless, to try to deconstruct of the nuclear family. You know, they use terms like toxic masculinity. And I think the only male that uh, prevents or presents more of a threat to white liberals is a strong black male who believes in God. So yes, they want to undermine the black male. They want to make him secondary and put the woman Black woman as the head of the household, as the one who should earn X, Y, Z money, more money. Now, there's been an attempt to undermine men, period, right? Uh, as part of the godless campaign, of black men in particular. And one of the reasons I believe black men are drawn to Donald Trump is because we know he's going to put America's first. He's a man's man and men are drawn to that. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's not a pushover. He's a man's man. And he doesn't try to undermine black people. In fact, he put average Americans, including black people at the table. And those in Washington, whether Republican or Democrats, they're part of this elite and they don't want us to have the power, the knowledge, uh, and to really be the government we were meant to be. This is a representative government. We, the people, we have to give our consent. And the only one who's really respected that in the last 20 years, at least, has been Donald J. Trump. The Democrats and certain Republicans, not all, the rhinos, want to keep us at bay when our business is there in D.C. because we are the owners of this country. Donald Trump uh, uh, believes in that, and he believes in a nuclear family. He doesn't cut Black men down, and that's why millions of Black men, including Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, and others, are going to vote for Donald J. Trump. Thank you. They're going to vote for him because he is the essence of a strong man. He's an alpha male. He's not a beta male like Barack Obama or a beta male like Joe Biden. He's a man of his word. He speaks with force. You think back when he was on the world stage and he went out front. And that's the way you should be. You have to lead from the front, not from behind like Joe Biden. Not to go and bomb Iran, the adversary, but give them a heads up. Oh, we're going to go here, so you might want to move your man out because we don't want to hurt them. Really? I mean, what kind of sense does that make? Again, this is all to make America look bad. And this is what I would submit to Black people. This is something else I don't think they've been thinking about. And I want to get your thoughts on this. You look at BB how they're destroying the country. They're destroying the country. They're destroying our cities. They're letting crime run all over. And then they're telling black people, OK, now you can run it. Have you ever thought about that? Now they're letting black people run these things once they have destroyed the cities. You look at the mayor, the former mayor, de Blasi of New York City. He destroyed it and then he turned it over to Eric Adams. Look at San Francisco. Look at New Orleans. 
Look at Chicago. Rahm Emanuel destroyed it. Then he turned it over to Lori Lightfoot, now to Brandon Johnson. Have you, have you just sat back and looked at that BB as to how they destroy things? And then they tell us, now here, you can have it. You can lead with it. Well, to a certain extent, that's correct. But then you have to look at the black liberals who suck it up and sop it up and they don't challenge it. They don't challenge de Blasio. Adams didn't challenge de Blasio. Lori Lightfoot didn't challenge Rahm Emanuel. They don't challenge these white liberals who have the power, do what they do, and they head for the suburbs and leaving uh, these urban areas basically to black folks. So yeah, they I don't know if it's on purpose, but the de Blasios of the world, they're so liberal, they're so leftist that they don't believe in law and order. They don't believe in these things. And no one in the Democratic Party, particularly black people, stood up and said, well, we have have to have uh, law and order because the victims in many cases are black Americans. So we can't say defund the police. So I'm not sure if it's done on purpose, leaving these cities a wreck and then handing them over to black people or just the silence by black Democrats in particular and, uh, and allowing these things, these cities to deteriorate under these white leftist liberals. Thank you. Whichever way it is, it does not look good. And we've got to wake up. And I will say again, and I will continue to say it. And I hope you take this message away with you. Blacks have nothing to lose voting for Trump. We have everything to gain. It's only the downside when we vote for Democrats. You've been listening to After Dark with Robin Andrew on the America Outlawed platform. And my co-host tonight, B.B. Diamond of our Urban Story, do catch her show on Facebook. Good night. God bless. And as my good friend Andrew would always say, stand for something, a fall for nothing.